Commander Wentz reporting for duty. That's right. Carson Wentz has been traded to the Washington Commanders, which puts him back in the NFC East to face his former team twice a year. So what does that mean for both the Indianapolis Colts and the Washington Commanders? I'm going to start on the Colts side. Um, Jonathan Taylor, he's going to not have anything go wrong in his career. He's the undisputed RB1. He's great. He's fantastic. Please don't overthink it. Don't get cute with your RB1s and the overall RB1. We haven't had a repeat RB1 finish in a while. I don't know if we've had it and how long it actually has been. We haven't had it in a while. Um, I would look for Jonathan Taylor to snap that streak, to continue to be the elite guy that he is, and to have that RB1 upside or that RB1 finish. He's obviously got RB1 upside. He is an RB1. Um, Michael Pittman, firm wide receiver too. I don't, he's, I don't know necessarily until he gets another quarterback that he goes to or wide receiver one. Upside, but he's firmly planted in the wide receiver two range. Zach Pascal, wide receiver three to flex range. Nothing too major there. He's a good guy to kind of have on your bench just in case you need to plug and play with him. Paris Campbell, haven't seen a lot of him, and he went to Ohio State, so we know he's not that good. I'm just kidding. Um, Paris Campbell is on the flex radar. He could boost to a wide receiver three range if he gets a new quarterback, but nothing really that we've seen so far. On the Washington side of things, Terry McLaurin is very, very worrisome. He's very worrisome for me. He still has a floor of that wide receiver two caliber. I just don't think we're going to see him get up to receiver one age. You know, Carson Wentz isn't exactly this elite guy. He doesn't throw the ball down the field. In fact, 110 of his attempts, the most, or 170 of his attempts, which was the most last year, only came in the first, or between one and 10 yards. He doesn't push the ball down the field. He only had 62 attempts of 30 yards or more. Um, and I know that Terry McLaurin is kind of like a barn burner. He's a guy who does really well after the catch. So maybe we see him kind of break off some big plays, but I don't necessarily know if he's going to produce at that elite level. Um, now, Antonio Gibson on the other end of things. Like I said, Carson Wentz loves throwing the ball close to the line of scrimmage. So if Antonio Gibson can bleed out, he's going to see a lot a lot of passes from Wentz. Wentz likes to check down to the running backs. He likes to throw close to the line of scrimmage. Antonio Gibson, along with his rushing role, could be in line for a very, very good year, a massive year. I firmly plant him as an RB1. Um, he does have that elite upside. J.D. McKissick is still going to hold some standalone value as a flex play. He could some weeks push into that RB2 um, role, but I, I'm, I'm just keeping him there as a flex. I do think he's still going to play a big factor. Uh, Logan Thomas, he is going to be um, a tight end too, but I do believe that he does have tight end one upside. I mean, every year we talk about it. He's a good guy. He's a good play. Um, he could kind of sneak up into that top 12 range for a weak, weak tight end position, but for right now, he's in between 12 and 24. Thanks for listening, y'all.